This is Caesar Walker, the Cool Con Collector. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well articulated nonsense. <laughs> Sounds so great. Sounds so nice. Peace and blessings, beloveds. We want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Wherever streaming platform you're using, we want to thank you. We also have a call to action that you follow us on those streaming platforms, be it Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, just to name a few. We also would like for you guys to follow us on social media. Now, we do have a website that lists all of these platforms. Get what's that website, sir? The tippingpoint.com. That is T H A tippingpoint.com. And with that, let us begin episode 66. Walker, I'm so impressed that uh, you have learned to count. Thank and, you. Um, your hard work is paying dividends. Thank sir. you, sir. Speaking of count, can we talk about how you named uh, last week's episode, episode 35? On no Apple? one saw that. No one saw that but me? Yeah. You don't know that. I do know that. You do? You know why? Because I watched the metrics. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I've got so, that. So, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I forgot I had that one. Wait, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Then it means you're welcome. Because I saved us you from really? looking like we can't count. No, you really didn't, Walker. Well, I didn't. Because what Tell you, me why we didn't. What you oh, could, I didn't. What you couldn't see from, from you know, your plush pad that you call a house um, was me acknowledging that error and actively working to recover but as I'm your text saying, delivered. You didn't know that until I pointed it out. No, I had seen it beforehand, Walker. Do you know what you're dealing with? You saw it beforehand. Yeah. Okay, so when you saw it, what was your first reaction? I was changing it, and then I get your text, and I'm like, this dude's an imbecile. Is that, oh, that's what I said, or is that what you thought? That's what I thought. Because that's what I was feeling, too. It's like, I, but I can't count. It, are you, Come are on, you, Fat Fingers. No, what no, you got? no, no, no. I'm, on, I'm, I'm about to pivot for a second. Because I'm going to explain something to you that I've been wanting to explain to you for years now. Walker, years yes you've been holding it in yeah because we're talking about texting right yeah well let me explain to you why you and i will never be friends <laughs> <laughs> do you know how the story ends walker with me ignoring you yeah walker walker i text you i text you incessantly okay and you know what i get back on most of my text and you you know this you drives wanna... me up the wall no 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 no. let me bring the listeners in Oh boy. So for the listeners today, we're recording on a Saturday and I had a lot of stuff going on. Walker's got some stuff going on. So it was very prudent that we stick to the time we had set to meet up and record. So in the midst of my mayhem, I'm giving this guy a literally move by move update on my situation via SMS text message. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wait, Walker, I've got the mic. I said, mm -hmm. oh, sorry. <laughs> And so I'm just like I send you. I, I think I send you a total of four texts. Give Today? me my yeah. Give me my status, and I got nothing. And I'm like, this dude's about to make me drive off the road, because here I was ahead of my schedule and trying to get here early so you can do all the stuff you need to do. You got nothing from me today. Nothing. So when you said. So when I check on you and say, hey, how are you looking on time? Really good. We're about to leave wherever you were. Keep going. In 10 minutes. And I say bet. Hmm. So you, you didn't, got you didn't say bet. You didn't say bet. 
Look at my phone. I, I Look at get, my phone. I, you remember we had a conversation earlier this week about how trash your phone is because I called you. And you was like, I got no missed calls from you. And I was like, well, there's a good reason for that because your phone is, is like you on certain days. Trash. Okay. You see this? I do see it. Walking. What do you see? Tell the listeners what you see. I, I plead the fifth. Okay. Listen, man. I be in Why the gym. Am I on trial here. Listen, you don't listen. <laughs> I be in the gym. You don't want to go one on one with me. Okay. I got the step back. I got the James Harden. I, whatever you want. It's in my repertoire. We your, can do this, Gad. Your screen just turned off. So. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so you were saying I, I said was, nothing. I, was saying, I Walker, gave you nothing. Th- but this I is, gave you this nothing. is why we can never be friends. Why? Because I why? Because you 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 come, ignore my text. And I don't. Like I did that. ignore your text. I got a problem with that. When you start texting me, I was on the road. You don't think I was? No, I wasn't actually. Because I don't text and drive. And I suppo- I'm supposed to? <sighs> okay, moving right along, Walker. I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I didn't come you here. You keep walking on the court with me. I didn't come you here don't to want take this. my own medicine. <laughs> you don't want this. And why come we're not friends again? No, I'm not saying we're not friends. This I'm telling the- you why we cannot be friends. <laughs> this is the whole genesis of how we got started. <laughs> You do realize that, right? Yeah. You come at me with this, and then when I give you facts after facts after facts on facts on facts, huh? If that's what you want to call them, Walker. So that wasn't facts. I just I gave call you? them well articulated opinions. <laughs> that that are so close to facts <laughs> and truth. I mean, so you showed me a series of text messages. I mean, who who, who that's that's who irrelevant would, to your right. point. Anybody could have done that. <laughs> So you're and, clear. and you know where I was, so you know my service was spotty, so that's why I probably missed some of those. At your house? No, I wasn't at my house, Walker. When you start texting? No. Where your service was spotty? When you sent back bet, the reason I didn't get that is because the establishment I was in. So we, don't we just, act like, like I said. didn't text you back. Well, you got to realize, if I don't get anything from you, to, in my mind, it's not a text received. Okay. So, so now, it's like you are ghosting me, and I'm like, I'm okay with you ghosting me, but if we're about to meet up the pod, I don't need you ghosting so me. So, listeners, you want friends in your life. You want people, you want to surround yourself with people who think the best of you, who don't think that you're just ghosting them. Something could be wrong with me. Something could be going on with me. Did that ever occur to you guys? Do you think I care about that? Clearly. So, to my point, <laughs> listeners, surround yourself with people who actually care about you. You were saying? Walker, did this go anything like you thought it would it did go? Not, it did not. <laughs> Can we continue on, please? Um, you clearly you're in a good mood. How are you, sir? Walker, I'm spectacular. Clearly, it looks like it. Um, today th- this week was really good. Number one, um, but today, as I told you before, and I'll share with the listeners, today I had a lot on the plate, man. And and Walker, you know how I go. Like I can overthink from time to time. Well, most of the time. So, um, you know, I, I get in bed last night and I'm just staring at the ceiling and I'm like, Lord, we, we're going to be able to do all this tomorrow. Like we, we, we got this and I didn't hear anything. So that's talking to me. No, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I'm the problem. (laughs) Maybe it's my narrative. Maybe, I think I think it's me somewhere across town. <laughs> Lord, if Gatry ever talks to you, you know what to do. Give him the Walker treat. 
Nah, so uh, so I sit there and I'm I'm thinking so much about today that I can't even sleep. You did a lot today, bro. Well, thanks. I roll over to my wife and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out where the schedule's gonna break down for tomorrow. And so I was like, here could be the crucial point A, crucial point B, and crucial point C. Mm-hmm. All right. My wife, she's gonna kill me when she hears this. My wife, who I thought was awake, not only was asleep, but responded back with a snore. Mm. And I was like, oh goodness, okay. It is me. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're 0 for three. <laughs> so I did what any man would do in that situation. And I turned on Man in the High Castle on Amazon Prime and I got some great sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that show is so whack. <laughs> I don't even know what that show is. Thank but, you. But now you've piqued my curiosity. Dude, I'm telling you, when, when I have those moments to where like I cannot go to sleep, that <laughs> is my go-to. And dude, I am out. I'll turn that on. I'll turn the TV on sleep for that about 20 hilarious. minutes. Dude, and I'm out. That is hilarious. Worst show ever. So, okay, today. So you, you, yeah, you, yeah, got, sorry, you sorry, got through today. So yeah. So um, so you know, this morning I had to I had to take the boys to get haircuts super early, which was good. And then um, I had a close friend whose mother passed, and uh, while I couldn't make the funeral, condolences. Bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was that was real tough, man. I'm crazy about this guy too. Um, but yeah, so drove up to Jasper to uh, make the visitation. We were like the third people. <laughs> three. I went with another friend of mine. We were like the third and fourth people outside the family that that were there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, did that. Then had to come back, take him back home. And then be at uh, Dave and Buster's uh, at the Galleria by noon for a team party from for uh, YG's basketball, basketball team. team. Yeah, uh, where in Dave and Buster's in River Chase Galleria, who I know listens, uh, can, I, I'm willing to start a GoFundMe to get a Verizon tower built in the middle of your establishment. Facts. We'll deal with the radiation later. What? But it's just 1, like thousand percent. You know how sometimes like when you don't have service, you'll get like a one X. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a okay, don't expect much here. Uh-uh, dude. Soon soon as you step foot in that game area, it's like, uh-uh, dude. Don't e- don't even look at me. Like I picked my my phone was like, don't look. Don't look. So I just like, put it right back in my pocket. No, oh, oh, don't hey, it ain't nothing change. Put put me back in your pocket. No service. Yeah, this is it's it's where Verizon cell service goes to die. It, it is a graveyard Bruh. for Verizon service, for sure. <laughs> so um so anyway, then then of course we were we were set to pod um, after that, and uh, dude, I'm, it's just a blessing that everything went according to plan. I was ahead of schedule most of the day. Um, shout out to my boys Barber for uh, for acknowledging the struggle and uh, getting the boys in and out in no time. So um, yeah, man, I'm I'm just happy to be here. So can, can I can you. I can I can I share an observation with you? What's your observation? Um, while I was at my, my homeboy's uh, mother's visitation, uh, he's a Caucasian male. Uh, we were there and we were talking. He was happy to see us. And he said he he then offers. He says, hey, man, um, y'all want to come up and see my mom? Like in the casket. Hmm. And I'm just like, I had planned on going up there, but I didn't, hadn't planned on that like invitation. OK, that was weird for me. Why was it weird? Because it. I, <clears throat> I, hey, I don't know what kind of kind of physical or emotional state I'll be in um, when that happens to my mom. Mm-hmm. But in thinking how I'm thinking right now, that won't be a question that I ask other people. Close yeah, to yeah, because well, it's like we. I mean, I'm here for him more than anything because I think I'd met his mother once. 
what do you even say in that moment? Here we here's where we go, Walker. You're so good at this, yeah. I, dude. I'm blessed to have you across. I'm, I'm taking those uh, wanted ads down for another co-host uh, <laughs> for another week. <laughs> You're right. Wait for it. So so we walk up there, the three of us, and we're literally just huddled around the casket. And how, so, how on a scale of of a scale of uh, one to a fifteen year old around R. Kelly, how uncomfortable were you? I see that's the thing, Walker. Initially, I wasn't uncomfortable because it's just like we've been to funerals before. Sure. We know how they go. We've been to visitations before. Okay, all right. So immediately, it was it was like okay, this is the kind of zone I'm in. I'm thinking about my mom to be honest, <clears throat> and even even during the silence, I'm sending up little small prayers. Just, just say how thankful I am for my mom. Okay, you know right. that's just kind of zone I'm you, in. You took advantage of the opportunity to appreciate, appreciate what God is is what you have. Yeah, basically. Yeah, thank love God you, for what you have. I know mom's listening, so I love you, mom. Um, love but, you too, Mama Gat. <laughs> uh, so, so here I am, kind of, kind of in a zone, processing all this stuff, and um, my homeboy just kind of blurts out. So um, this church is unique in that you can shoot threes and get your praise on the same time. So why yell in front of his mom? Okay. So I, and I'm just in the mindset of paying respects, you know, and and in that situation, I pay respects silently. But one way I don't think I've ever been accustomed to paying respects is by laughter or by humor or by comedic output. Okay. Okay. So just to give you just to give you context for that joke. The room where she's in, yeah, there's a basketball court there too. You could see goals hanging up. You know, they were kind of folded up to the ceiling. And um, I hadn't processed that until he said it. And then I looked at the floor and I was like, oh goodness, this this kind of, this space doubles as a basketball court. Okay. Uh, which is no harm in that. But, um, you know, he and my other friends start laughing. And so I'm just like, mm, okay, I'm a fake laugh here, but this is like a serious moment. And so then he goes out again with another joke. I mean, just to totally random joke about one of our other friends. And then another joke. And I'm just like, hmm. So it's at this point I started thinking, I wonder, I wonder if Caucasians grieve differently. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. And, and it just, just I don't know. It, it just a thought I had. And, you know, we were talking about this and I was like, let me throw this at Walker and see. I don't know. But maybe, but I, I think you just never know how people cope. True. You don't know what, you don't know people's coping strategy for certain things. And True. for him, maybe y'all being, when y'all are normally around each other, are y'all normally joking? Jokes unlimited. Okay. So maybe that was one of those things he needed in that moment. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if it was your mom, I could see that being uh, really insensitive. Walker, I However, just. However, with it being his mom, if, yeah, you're, you're in a moment, you're like, oh, okay. So this is what we're doing. I could see you being kind of thrown off. But if that's the route he wants, pretty much you have to follow. I would follow my friend's lead. Yeah, and I and I did eventually, but I felt really awkward in that moment. Yeah, I and, could, I could see that. And so we're we're cracking the jokes, and you know he comes and puts his arm around me, and then he's just he's just talking about like he starts talking about all the paperwork that he had to do as he watched his mom pass, mm -hmm. and um you know he's kind of whispering, but I'm just kind of like. Or why is this happening? And think about my mom again, you know? 
Um, so he's just like, <laughs> he was, it, it was kind of in joke form, but he was like, man, medical professionals need empathy training <laughs> because it was like, as soon as it happened, here come people rushing in with all this paperwork. Like they were kind of yeah. waiting for it. And it's just like, he didn't have time to grieve. He didn't have time to heal. Mm-hmm. He didn't have time to process what was going on. Now he's got a pen in his hand and a stack full of papers. Okay. And no one's ever told anything in anything like n- told me anything like that before. Like I had no idea. I've never been in that situation. Me either. But it's just like, wow, is that is that really how I'm it's going? I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Yeah. I'm so, pretty sure because it's a business. True. So um so anyway, that whole situation was just different, you know, and it, it's kind of been on my mind since I left there. And I and the, the, the friend of mine that I drove up there with, he and I were kind of talking about it after the fact, and we were just kinda it was unfair, but we were kind of challenging ourselves like you know, goodness, it, you know, when when our mothers uh, respectively pass on, like, how are we going to cope? And I just right now, it's just it's just devastating for me to even think about. I don't think you'll be ready to joke and laugh. No, uh, but no. I think that I mean, he may be different from you in that regard. True. So if, and I, if, if, and if I can respect that, Walker. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it was just different. I don't know. if I don't think I'll make it a race racial thing. I just think people cope and handle things differently. You just never know. You don't know what he's doing right now. That's true. You know what I mean? So I guess with y'all being around, y'all help. And okay. I think if that's the nature of y'all's relationship that y'all like to joke a lot, it's kind of hard to sit in that moment and not do what y'all normally do. And maybe it may bring a sense of normalcy for y'all to be around in that moment. Yeah. You just got to think about that person. Okay. Just, yeah, and just he, think about that person. He texted me minutes after we left and he was just he was just saying, you, you have no idea how much this means to me to have you guys drive right. all the way up here. Right. I'm like, it wasn't really that long of a drive, but still. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, but that's the, that's the thing with me. And I was telling my wife this, like, once I get it in my heart that like you're on my team, mm-hmm. I you know in that situation, I'm coming through like regardless. Yeah. Especially if you you send me the information on her visitation and funeral services, I'm coming to something. Gotcha. You know this is how I'm wired. But anyway, Walker, how you doing, bro? Oh, <laughs> I'm um. You know how? I, yeah. Yeah. I know. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um. I really, I've, I've, I had a revelation. Like for, for one, I've been, we're recording on a Saturday. My wife had to work today. Okay. Um, she hates her job. When I say hate, you know, hate's a strong word, right? Yeah. Sometimes the word hate doesn't even begin to, to scratch the surface of the emotions that people feel towards a thing. Right. So, you know, my, what I'm trying to do, I was talking to my mom about it, and my mom said something that hit me, and it made me start to think about myself, and I was like, how much low self-esteem, or it's kind of an esteem thing, right? Okay. It's almost, you know, oftentimes, because my mom is in the same place, she's she's nearing retirement, okay. and there's so many other things she wanted and rather done, you know, with with at a certain point in her life sure instead of working at a certain job that she didn't eh, it's a job it's yeah. not a career okay i have always encouraged my wife to do to find out what she wants to do we don't have kids yet um she's always have felt like hey i'm just helping you out because you know you're you're the one with this career you're the one bringing in i'm just doing and i'm like that's cool i appreciate that I mean, it could be play money for you if you wanted to be, but why don't you take the time to find out what it is that you want to do? 
You know what I mean? If you're not, because she she went to school for engineering. Okay. Is she EE? Um, no. Okay. No, no, no. It was kind of like textile engineering, fiber engineering. Oh wow! So she worked out like after college, she worked in a plant, but she worked odd hours. Oh. It was one oh. of those types of deals, yeah. and so it wore thin after a while. She got out of that and started working like doing like you know low level accounting work for some companies and whatnot. And for that, I was like, you listen, you know, you're into fitness. There's a lot of things that interest you that I can tell it, it rejuvenates you. Like, why don't you take time to research what it is? And my mom said something. I'm not sure if it's true of her, of my wife, but my, my mom was saying about her. Sometimes it can be an esteem thing. Mm. We don't feel as though we can do it. You know what I mean? We it's, it's hard for us to step out beyond what we're doing to try something new because there's a fear of failure. There's a fear of it not working. There's a fear of us falling flat on our face or if it's just, we just don't know if we're going to be as comfortable in that as we are here. All right. Right. Because yeah. she's comfortable. I mean, she can continue, she can continue to do this job. She just doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think what I've been trying to get my wife to understand is that I think she has more of an entrepreneurial spirit more than I do, which is saying a lot because I've always been like, Hey, I'm going to have, I'm going to have startups and do, do different stuff. Right. My wife, she's wired in such a way to where if she, if something doesn't make sense on the job, it's going to eat away at her like a cancer. Right. Some people deal with this all the time. And as long as they're making enough money, Whatever. Yeah. I'm just going to go here. My wife can't do that. She cannot do that. After a while, she's going to be like, why is this the way it is? And it's going to just start bothering her to the point to where I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually people who think that way need their own business. Or oh. they need their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. and, and I think I'm like, I'm trying to get her to connect the dots. So I'm putting, I'm trying to put the dots in front of her. Like, Hey, if you take a line and start connecting these, this is what you are. Right. And so oftentimes when I ask, cause I'm like, I asked her one day, do you hate when I ask you this question? Cause I ask you this question all the time. Like, babe, what do you want to do? Like, no one said you had to stay at this job for number one. Okay. And you know, she always wants to have a plan. And I'm like, that's oh, great. Yeah. No, that that's great. I think. But no, no, no. Like, I'm not shaking my head at it. I'm. My thing is, she sounds a lot like I used to be. But I'm like, yeah. well, babe, ball up the plan and let's create another one. You don't have to. And that's her thing. If she started a plan, she has to see it through. And I'm oh. like, for what? Right. Like, you know what I mean? This sucks. Like, let's fix it. Let's, you know, I'm the fixer. Sure. So I'm like, let's, let's, let's do something different. And so... I started thinking of that from her and I'm wondering like, is this something that we can do together? You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm thinking about things that me and her can do. And it's almost kind of like one of those, I'm a fake you out. Like it's our idea, but <laughs> I can get you. You wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I, I want, I want, cause you know, I just want her to be happy when it comes. She's happy in all other areas, but when it comes to work, she just works a job. Uh, yes. And I'm like, 
you're you're not you're not a teenager. Like you know what I mean. Mm. Like you're in a, you should be able to do something that's rewarding. Right. Even if you may not consider it a career, it's something that you and it doesn't shouldn't feel like work. It should be something that hey, you may earn. You may you may not be as much, but you're earning money off of something you enjoy. Which to me, when you love it. That's a paycheck in and of itself True. Because oftentimes we spend hours At a time at a place that We would not, we'd rather be doing something totally different yeah. So to be able to do that And make money from it to me Is a lot more valuable Than you would think Yeah, You know what I mean? So yeah, I just had that revelation Just just a day So I'm, I'm eager to spend some time with the wife Over the weekend and just kind of talk Because we was like, we're going to figure some stuff out Yeah, Moving forward for her Okay Yeah Um Think, thinking of, thinking of a guy who can draw many similarities to a lot of the characteristics and traits you just uh, eloquently put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I have any advice for her, but having it was it was funny at at, um, at my son's team party, uh, which I'll talk about a little a little more later. Uh, one of the one of the dads was like, "Hey man, what what do you do? Like, what do you do?" And I was like, well, you know, I lead the marketing effort for a local real estate brokerage, blah, blah, blah. I've learned to just say that. And he was like, oh, he's like, dude, he's like, man, I could totally see marketing. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, man, you're, you know, your personality, your attitude. <clears throat> but what was funny about that is, and I told him this, I was like, you may not believe this, but I've actually done a lot of my collegiate study in essentially what's called IT. And majority of my professional career has been I been in IT, and he cut me off, and he said you, and I said yeah. And he said, man, there is no way on God's green earth. He said you do not mesh well with the common IT professional. But I'm saying all this to say your thoughts make me think of you know when I was kind of didn't even know I was buried in IT, but if anyone would have come to me at that point and said, dude, in a few years you're going to be in marketing. I would have laughed at them hysterically, mm-hmm. but it turns out that, you know, this, this field, you know, is seems to be doing pretty well for me, you okay. know? So I, like, again, I don't know what advice to, to give to your wife, but I do know when you do find that man, it's a beautiful thing because man, when that, when that paycheck hits for me, I'm just like, y'all, y'all really are paying me to do this and it doesn't feel like work. Right. You know, right. Like, you right. sure? And I, and I kind of want to give some of the cash back because I'm like, look, I'm coming here having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you know, on a metric level, like my boss measures. Yeah. We're moving the needle. Yeah. But who cares about any of that stuff? You know, like, let, let me come in and make the impact the way I know I right. can. And you right. deal with all that other stuff. And I think it's just a fear thing. It's oh, such a yeah. fear. And, and, and I'm like, I, I don't that. know if I have what it takes to leave this comfort zone into this unknown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, screw that. Like you're, we're not, I'm not. And that's the beauty of it. Like I was telling, I was telling a a homegirl of mine who, who left our company last year sometime. I was like, man, you had a great time. Like you don't have anyone. And like, she was able to move in with a, with a, with a relative of, 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 of hers and like just stack money yeah, and I'm like this is a it out. great time for you because you can figure out what you want to do get some training for it start like you you don't have children pulling on you you don't have a spouse who's needing your time like you're in a great space to figure it out 
And so I'm like, while you're in a place where you don't have like serious obligations that will pull away from your time, do it. Yeah. Do it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's and even if you even if you even if it doesn't go the way you think it it will go, it's not like you're leaving your dream job. True. You can go get another go get one another of those. One. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the. I'm, I'm just saying, like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. That's what it would like. And, and and to me, I'm preaching to him. I'm talking about myself too. Like, is it's there's a lot of things that are just fear based. Yeah. And why we don't do some of the things that that we would like to do, want to give a shot at, or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, man. Okay. A lot. A lot today. Yeah. Can we? It, I just kind of feel something. Can we talk about fear a little bit? Okay. Um. Before we get into our segments, sure. So I, I think I, I think I spoke to you about this, and I'm I'm not trying to call out my wife by any. And this is not an episode where we're bashing our wives. Let me just we're not put talking that outside the outside the house, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Well, um, you know, my, my wife and I recently had an opportunity to uh, take a trip overseas, okay, uh, to Greece in particular. Okay. And uh, my wife was honest with me, and she said, "Ronnie, I yeah, I'm kind of scared. Mm. I'm really scared." I'm like, okay. Well. Okay, let, let me let me check, let me check the um, safety scare. Yeah, let me check the travel ban. You know uh, our travel bans to see if you know Santorini has made it on there. Because um, <laughs> I don't watch the news, so I don't know. The you know, streets of Santorini. Right, right. So, um, but she just kept going on like, well, you know, I don't know if we're gonna get bombed and uh, the coronavirus and. Uh, Oh, have you seen the stock market? She didn't even look at the stock market. I'm just like, but Santorini though. <laughs> like, so y'all are planning this now. Y'all well, planning this trip? I, I'm planning it for me. <laughs> because because her fear is essentially what's keeping her from committing to it. But um, personally, this is like a once in a lifetime type of thing. So I'm just kind of like, man, I got an opportunity. It's affordable. Let me just ride with this and see what happens. Mm. Uh, but anyway, but we, I started asking her, I was like, so, so fear has got you not wanting to do this. And uh, she was like, yeah, it really does. And I said, let me ask you something. I was like, when you got done with residency and you told all these other people who said you need to go work for somebody else for a few years before you open your own, was it fearful when you decided to ignore all that and open your own? She said, yeah, I was very fearful. And I said, what was it that kept you going? She was like, I really wanted to do it. And I was like, okay. So your desire kind of silenced the fear. Mm. She said, yeah. She's like, I ne-. and she, she even said, I never heard anybody say it like that before. And so I was like, yeah. I was like, so, so you mean to tell me if your desire is high enough to do something, you can silence the fear. And she was like, yeah, I believe so. She said, I was fearful when when I found out we were pregnant with each of our boys, there was a lot of fear with that. Right. You know? So, um, anyway, my, my thing is, I guess my, my whole, my whole thing with that is like, we all have fears about certain things. And I didn't, I didn't mean to turn this into a sermon, but, um, it's okay. Reverend, (laughs) Reverend Gat, RG, but you know, I've had to, I've had to even that, that, that kind of equipped me to reshape my thoughts on some of the things that I deal with on a daily basis in terms of how I'm handling fear, right? Is it possible we can reverse engineer our fear? Absolutely. I'm afraid if I don't do what I want to do, 
I'll never do it. Yeah. So I got to do it because I'm afraid of not doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Ooh, like, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that. I'm afraid. What if it doesn't work? What if, what you if never it does? Bro. What if you never try? That's even more scary. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think if, if we can train ourselves to be to be afraid of being afraid yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah, that's good stuff i'm afraid of like not giving it because you'll never you'll always be wondering man what would have been like to actually have done that yeah you don't want to you don't want to live your life in reverse like that you right. know what i'm saying and so yeah if, if you got it if you got that that idea just do it walker and, and that's really what this podcast is and that's what you about to say oh my yeah. goodness what are we well, we're here walker we're this is a connection yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna be here another week guys <laughs> Jeez, I'm gonna rethink our friendship thing. Okay, <laughs> but no, I think about this and this in this infancy, dude. I was scared AF. Yeah, yeah. I was scared. I was. And I you think potted a little scared too. I did, but I think being scared is even more deeper than fear. Fear, really? fear allows some of the unknown to creep in. Scared is like I don't even want to know about the unknown. Mm. Yeah, and okay. it, to, to me it was scared, but it was like there was some type of force that came over me to just like overcome that. So maybe I had a hidden your desire. desire, your desire but to want to do what I you've think, always been. But no, I think with this, it was a hidden desire because every every little move we made in terms of forming this, I was like, goodness. Why did I just do that? I think about the first microphones I ordered. I had them in the cart for a few days, mm. <laughs> but then I finally just hit submit. I was like, oh, what did I just do? <laughs> Oh crap! And then they show up to the house, and it's like, oh, it's real. We got to do this now. It's real because I'm not sending them back. <laughs> you could. Y'all ain't finna restock me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Ronnie Gatry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but yeah, so dang Walker, that's good stuff, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, so huh. I, I was just. Again, man, I, I can't wait to get home and we we, we just start just kind of talking through some stuff. Hey, man. let me applaud you, number one, for for being assertive and caring enough about your wife to just go ahead and attack this and see her become a better form of herself. Yeah, man, it, dude, it's, it's, that is some heavy stuff. What? What? Here's the thing, like. And then not not to not to pat myself, but my thing is just that she's happy everywhere else. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, everything, whether it's been our marriage, our home, wherever, if there's been a problem, we fixed it. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you have the wherewithal to fix everything else going on in your life. You mean to tell me you can't address this one Come area, on this Come one on, issue? Come on. So that that's that's just kind of where I'm coming from with that. And I'm like, if it was me, you would do the same for me. Exactly. So yeah, that's I all. I commend man. you, bro. Thank you, sir. Oh, uh, Walker, transition. I'm looking at my watch. Mm -hmm. It's pretty dirty. <laughs> 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 and a little bit of. Dude, you don't understand. I got dad jokes for eternities. You had dad jokes before you were dad. No lies told there, Walker. <laughs> Discuss the trash. Uh, we're going to throw out some topics. Gat, you want to go first, man? Um, I'm here. Why not? As he opens up his laptop. You are. <laughs> Have I told you you're trash today? Not yet. Not today. Not today. Okay, wait for it. It's coming. <laughs> okay. Uh, Walker, here recently, uh, your federal government 
has uh, made lynching a hate crime. This just in this week. I ask you, Walker, like I always eloquently do, discuss. Trash! Trash! Whoa! Trash! Trash this! You know how you know how you 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 think of something and you're like, oh man, this finna trash. But you know, you know. Can you make? We're talking philosophically here. You know how you think of something, you're like, oh man, I'm finna. Mm. You had something to say? No. I mean, I mean, I, I, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I did, I did. Okay, well, let's discuss it. I want to hear your thoughts. No, I'm not here to sway your opinion. Let's let this thing go naturally. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about this is this is this is ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous, Walker? Can we make killing unarmed black men at the hands of police well, illegal? Walker, and, uh, see, this can is, we this do is that? What, this is what I've been telling you since you were 21. <laughs> did you know me at 21? <laughs> I really? didn't know you. I didn't know you. You love well. me. But no, I knew you. We'd been in the trenches together. You know? No, we were not. We were Walker. We used to trenches. Kick it. Yeah, the club. You know. We used to kick what it. club? When I used to come on Auburn. Yeah. You didn't go to no club. I stopped clubbing by 21. Really? Y- yeah. So how well did you know me again? Who are you? <laughs> I'm Walker. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. I'm saying that for a fact. Um, but Walker, here's the thing I need, to, I need you to understand, dude. We got to take steps at this. All right. Like, so you want you want freedom to ring tomorrow. It's not going to happen. Okay, we've got to we've got to really take small incremental steps. And I think this, as embarrassing as it is to admit, is a small incremental step in the right direction. But you know what's crazy about this, Walker? This law came to be in 45s. Is he 45? Yes. In 45s um, term, I guess you can say which I think is pretty interesting, a pretty interesting no, considering the narrative that 45 carries in terms of our people. So, um, you know, and then and then naming it after Emmett Till I thought was a nice touch and doing it in February I thought was very classy. That's just me, Walker. You thought we weren't gonna record again in Black History Month. Surprise! I roll. I roll. Really? I roll. I'm here for this. And um, I applaud for the government for doing something. But you do you do know well never mind. You do know that. You think people are still getting lynched? So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay. So just we're part we're card carrying members of the faithful black milk community. Oh. Okay. You and I? Are we? You are, but yeah. Okay. So I'm a card carrying <laughs> member of the faithful black male community. Gatry does not. I'm blackish. We know that's me. So I just want to. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. Keep the same energy. I didn't think there was a blackish, uh, faithful blackish male community. Well, since we're ish, it's hard for us to commit to anything. Hmm. Interesting. I see what you did there, by the way. Um, but no. Let's just say in this in this in this analogy that I'm. Let's just say that I'm cheating on my wife. Okay. Okay. And I just say, you know what, babe? You know what? I just realized it. I just realized it. Okay. I know. I know I haven't been doing right. I'm only going to cheat once a month. <laughs> that's, that's the, as opposed to like being gone on weekends. That's asinine. Okay. Come on. Walk I'm, I'm going to reach you. I'm going to put the condom on when I cheat. Okay. That's a that's a that's a step in the right direction, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna cheat as much. How is that gonna go over? 
Not well. Well, she, well, she's still your wife. It must have been going over pretty well. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She must be somewhat accepting of it at that point. I don't think so. She's still your wife. But 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 you see my point, right? Is that yeah. going? Is is that a? Yeah. Does that really mean anything in the grand scheme of things? Is it really? Yeah, I'm, still I'm doing a step less, in the right direction. But, but I'm to your example. Still you're still trash. Committed. Still trash. Did I say that? Did I leave with trash? Go on, Walker. Okay. Next topic. Get me out of here. Um, you can be really conniving at times. <laughs> How am I conniving? How am I conniving? I don't know. I just it just felt like a good point to say that. Since you want to talk about our government, uh, let's talk about the corona. You, you last week you trashed the coronavirus. Okay, it wasn't that big of a deal a week. Well, it was still in the same week. It was all good just a week ago. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice. <laughs> I'm so disgust or trash. This is the second week in a row it's popped up on Dort, so I don't think I can ignore this two weeks in a row. And you're so are you telling me your ankles are twitching, so you really so want to talk t- about so this. So you're telling me that if I hadn't have brought it up last or earlier in the week, you would trash it today? Yeah. Why? Because I don't care about this. Do you want to hear why I don't care about this, Walker? Why? Because you and I, our generation, we've survived uh, anthrax. We survived SARS. Mm-hmm. We survived mad cow disease. We've survived the Ebola outbreak. Not everyone has. I'm talking about you and I. Okay. Talking about everybody in this rodeo. Okay. You're so extra. Just FYI. You you're so wordy. Can keep going. So why why would I why would I choose to get disturbed or concerned? about a coronavirus okay here's your opportunity to sway me and possibly add more value to my rhetoric why you should be concerned yeah what like why why is this a topic of this like why should i feel led to talk about this even more because i look at how our government is handling it and our stock market oh, i hadn't got to that part yet i hadn't got to that yet will you do me a huge favor mm-hmm. wake me up when this is over Nightwalker, I don't know why you. T- why are you so why you subject me to this? Why are you so indifferent? Because it's coronavirus. Who cares? People who have it maybe care. Who has it, Walker? I don't know anybody personally. Can I tell you a funny story? There actually was. Did you know that they were actually going to send people with the coronavirus here to a place in Anniston, Alabama? Did you know about that? I couldn't think of a better place to send them. <sighs> Is that a finish him? Is that an edit point? Oh <laughs> um, no, we don't need any listeners from Aniston. No, oh. maybe that's the location I should have used on my poster. <laughs> Walker, can I tell you something funny that happened yesterday? Hey, I haven't said this yet, but <laughs> you really are trash. You are as trash as they come. You know what's funny about you, Walker? I can You're come as trash as they come. I can come come and ask you to talk about the Emmett Till federal lynching hate crime. And you don't care, but I never called you trash. 
Now you want to bring coronavirus to me? No, you want to bring? Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, no, wait, 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 no, no, no. I'm not. That's not you why want, I called you, you trash. Wanna, you want to infect me with the coronavirus and then call me trash because I don't care about it. That I want to infect make you with the coronavirus. Essentially, that's what you're doing. You're injecting me with this. You're injecting me with it. I hope you do get the coronavirus. <laughs> You get the coronavirus. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. Finish him. Lord, you're already ignoring Gatcher's <laughs> prayers. Well, I have an opportunity in a few weeks to be honest, because I am going on a cruise ship. But you know Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, that, that's that's a problem I have, man. Like why am I trash? Because I don't care about it. You're trash because you couldn't think of a better place to send people in Anniston, Alabama with the coronavirus. That's what made you trash. I said that for effect. I got love for Anniston. I got love for Calhoun County. That, Stand can up. I, can I? I'm, I'm gonna just going to move on. No, 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 no. I got to share this with you because this was like okay. Gatry put his foot in his mouth in public. Wait. Again. <laughs> right. Dude, dude. I met my digital media guy. Hold on, man. I met my digital media guy because <laughs> we are about to do a, a video shoot yesterday. I met him at this place uh, in Avondale, right? A little small place or whatever. And um, when he gets there, he's like, man, Ronnie, listen, we're going to have to shoot this real quick because, dude, I got I to gotta go home and rest. Like, I'm just not feeling good. And I said, you ain't got Corona, do you? <laughs> <laughs> See, dude, it's all, see it's that's a, what I be talking about. That's what I be talking dude, about. Dude, the looks I got. That's what I be talking about. Everyone looked at you like I just looked at you. You are trash. <laughs> Somebody's got to make light of it, man. Who better than you, right? It. Okay. Let, let, let me. <laughs> you are so. Let me. Let me center. My, let me center myself. Wait, to, hold to, on. Is that possible? <laughs> yes. I know people have perished from this. I get that, right? I know people in mass numbers have perished from this. And I have sympathy to them. I'm not taking anything away from them. Um, what? I'm just, but, no. but I just think, I th and I think the news is so bad with this, but I think the news grabs this and there's extra as I am recording on these microphones. And they just, it gets to the point to where everybody just starts freaking out. And my thing is just saying, hey guys, Relax, hold on. Okay. You know, that's all I'm saying. So, okay. What I would say to this is I hope that those of you who are listening, I hope you are investing in the stock market in some form or fashion, whether it be 401k or whatever. I hope if you're an investor, um, hopefully you do own some stocks or anything. This will be a great time to think about purchasing or buying yes. into some stocks that you may have been eyeballing because um, it's buying season. Let me ask you this, Walker. Sure. I had an intelligent conversation with a colleague recently as we were talking about this. This was yesterday, actually. And uh, in his opinion, he's in the financial arena, okay. right? Um, so his opinion, he says, well, this was bound to happen, Ronnie, just because this, the market has been overpriced for quite some time now. Market correction. Sure. Mm -hmm. So he, but he equated it to the housing bubble of 2008. This fall off? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He said it's, it's on a similar level like that. He's like, it just, it's just been performing way, way, way too well, abnormally well. Okay. What would you say to that? Since I know 
you you you've got some knowledge in this arena. What what would you say to that? I've I've actually read up on some articles. This week has been the worst one of the worst weeks since 2008. So he was right. Well, he's on. He's dead on in terms thought, of the I told uh, him he was no terrible at his job and should consider a career change. I I can believe that. <laughs> I can believe that coming from you. No, in a I, loving I, way. <laughs> Because there is a way to say that, Yo, yeah. Um No, I've 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 heard that this is one of the worst weeks in this like since 2008. Unreal. Like the number of points that the stock market has dropped has just been it. We haven't seen it in in all, over a decade. So I need to check my portfolio. Um, you have not. Oh, because I just think it's the news being extra. Like I I just try not to get freaked out by stuff. I think that is a um I think that's something that you do. What, get freaked out? No. I think you do things to try to psych yourself out. <laughs> and you end up being in denial over stuff. Well, yeah, no lies told there. <laughs> Cause I'm like, dude, look at your stock portfolio. Like look at your investments. Uh, it's I, said, not, I don't I don't uh, I don't day trade anymore, so it's just like there's no reason for me to you it's, know, just, it's, it's just a, interesting it's no reason see. for me to check in more than once a quarter is what I'm saying. So Okay. I got my I got my annual points where I check and then outside of that because I'll be the guy that, you know, every percent that something happens, I'll either get happy or, or you know, kinda like checking the scale. You know, just like I'm not emotionally ready for that. Just give me give it to me in chunks. Okay. Right? That's fine. That's fine. I'm not defending that. I'm just telling you how I am. Okay. But no, they're not they're not lying on the news. Like it's really been in a free fall. Okay. Well, but it's but I'll probably check next week. Probably. I'm actually going to check before I get on the cruise ship in a few weeks. Um, speaking of cruises, my next topic has nothing to do with cruises. Walker, uh, the NFL's collective bargaining agreement is getting a lot of heat in the news wave this week. I ask you, Walker, discuss or trash? Discuss what you got. So there, there are a lot of critical points, a lot of critical elements in this CBA that's being proposed, right? Collective bargaining agreement for those who don't know. Yes. Did I not say that the first time? You may have. Okay. So w one key point that, the, that we've seen the players start to rally around is that of adding two extra games to the NFL schedule. And the players want it? The players do not want it. Okay. Um... The, the players stand to make more money, of course, uh, as well. The owners will. And uh, the owners have pitched this to be great for the fan experience and overall great for the shield. But the players, at least the ones that I've been paying attention to, not many of them seem really crazy about this idea um, in terms of their prolonged health. Because we know CTE is a big thing right now. So it's on the it's on the mindsets of a lot of our uh, professional athletes. And so in thinking of adding two games to an already grueling schedule, a lot of players are concerned, well, this could advance my concerns about this traumatic brain uh, situation or whatever, being CTE. Uh, so I, I really want to ask Walker, what do you think? I mean, I, I know you're kind of, you're like semi detached from the NFL. So I don't think two extra games would even impact you any, you know, but it doesn't affect me personally. But I, I mean, if the players don't want that and there's always concerns over player safety, I can understand the pushback. Sure. Even if it does come with more dollars, I don't think I mean, those guys are getting paid very well as as is. Um, what? Yeah. I, 
I think if anything, the, the, the players just want to know that they're safe and being well taken care of and looked after. Their safety is a priority. Right. You know, so I I I, I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. And, man, like, that's a grueling – that is a grueling 17-week stretch. Granted, you're only playing 16 games, but – is it 16? I know it's a 17-week, 16. How many buys mm-hmm. you get in the NFL? It's one or no, two. it's college. They get two buys, not BYU. Not, yeah. It's college to get two BYUs now. Um, no, it's college to get two bye weeks. I think NFL still one bye week unless your team. So you're is, playing 16 games. Yeah, unless your team is lucky enough to secure the number one seed in the playoffs, could you get another bye for that? Sure, but what I'm saying is that you have guys playing 16 grueling games. True, and that's not even if you're a playoff team. Right, right, right. So you're playing extra games regardless. If your team has zero wins or whatever, yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, I can understand players feeling a way about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I mean, I'm pretty sure fans, consumers would love to see more football, it, but it has to balance itself out. You have to consider your product. If they're wearing, those guys are wearing down towards the end of the season. You're going to tack on two more games, mm-hmm. and just think about it. If you got playoff. You know, granted, some 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 divisions, some playoff races will come down to the wire to the final week. But you think those guys are really going to give an effort if they have playoff seeds and whatnot solidified? You think they're really going to give it their all, or they're trying to rest up for the playoffs? It's kind of like it yeah. is the last game of the season anyway. Some right. like some players don't even play. You know, but the fans still come out. They still. I mean, again, it's just an opportunity for the NFL to make more money. Walker, you know, as I as I'm consuming more information about this, I you know I looked at the uh, the combine, which started early this week too, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, they got seven rounds of more players coming into the league, which means the equivalent of that is going to have to leave the league, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, it just seems like, man, the shield is so well oiled. In terms of like, uh, was it FIFO first in, first out, or whatever? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That, in a cynical fashion, I really don't think to adding two games is really going to do much because you always got a crop of players coming back in. So I don't know. I kind of see both sides, and I kind and I really which applaud. Asked, which asked them not being concerned about the players. True. I applaud the players for standing up because I'm sure if it were me under that helmet and I got a wife and kids over there that I got to think about because we know what the NFL really stands for. Yeah. So um, anyway, we're going to keep our eyes close to this one and see how this matures. But yeah. Anyway, next topic. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Hold on. What? All right, I just want to make sure if I'm ready. Democratic primaries. <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> He wasn't ready. So for someone who has claimed to not care, are we voting in a few days? Yeah, Super Tuesday's coming up. Okay. Are you voting? Yeah. Okay. What you gonna do, Gat? I mean, you know, you ain't gotta let us know publicly who you're gonna vote for, but I'm just saying, like, for someone who's ran from this information, what do, do you know? Who you're voting for? Do you know what the issues are? I I'm very aware of the issues. <gasps> Good for you. Don't do this. Don't do this in front of I'm my proud friends. Of you. Don't do this. I'm proud of you, sir. 
You're aware of the issues. How did you get aware of them? You you really want to know? Why? Yeah. Um, sway in the morning. Sway in the morning. Shout out to Mike Muse and his political news every Wednesday morning. I can't because because sway in the morning is part of my morning routine. As soon as YG gets out of the car, because it's it's very candid. Um, but yeah, I just I can't dodge these issues anymore. You can't dodge them anymore. I cannot. I'm incapable of. Oh, okay. So just because we're on the doorstep of Super Tuesday, and and I don't want to be one of those that just you know sidesteps the ballot box or whatever. <gasps> Walker, I do not want to be friends with you ever again. Oh my goodness, you don't want to sidestep it. <laughs> So, so yeah, I'm starting to tune in a little bit more and form an opinion. But you know, I just, I just, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. Who you don't hearing. like? What you don't like? Who I don't like, or what I don't like? You can answer that however the spirit leads you. Um, I'm not crazy about bloom. I'm not blooming. He's, it, it to to me, it's just too little, too late. Cause he kind of, I feel like he kind of came on the scene a little late, and he's trying to gain all this ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just you, you get, you got some more questions to answer, bro. Like I know you got, I know you got deep pockets, and that's great. You even have a keyboard named after you. Um, but so no, no, no. But then I'm just not, I'm not pleased with anyone else who's left. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so. you don't know what you're gonna do then. Like I said, I'm aware of the issues, but I'm not sure who I'm going with. Okay, still haven't made up your mind. Is Ross Perot? All right, so let's 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 uh, Ross paging Ross. I will be voting. I, I haven't I haven't made up my mind. Did you see what I did? Yeah, I, I see what you did. Uh, I'm ignoring you. This is me ignoring you. Um, yeah, I plan on voting. Well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully everyone gets out and I, I get it if people don't want to vote but you know I'm not suggesting that you don't but I get it I'm gonna ask you this Walker what, I, what, 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 it's accountable it, it, I, I'm looking at we're just I, the Democratic Party is like eating itself it's just it's just yeah this is like a fire drill let me ask you this bro uh-huh do you think Bloomberg coming out and saying if and when I win, I'm bringing Andrew Chang with me. Does anything for him? Bringing Andrew Chang in terms of vice president. If he were to kind of run the table and make it all the way, which is unlikely. No. Okay. I I agree, but I do like the attempt. Because, you know, I, I, think, I think Andrew Chang's ahead of his time. But mm-hmm. I kind of like where the young homie is coming from. I would just like for someone to have some type of well, well Bloomberg does kind of. I mean, he's been mayor, right? I can't really knock that, but I guess so. You gotta. I guess. I so. think the key is getting a celebrity who has no political experience. That's where we are today. I think. I think politically, this that's is where we, we are. are. I believe so. And I, I long for the days where people actually knew what they were doing and had experience in it, but. Whatever. I could sound like a, uh, an oldie goldie. You are. Um, what else you got? Walker, my last topic. I was blessed to witness the Dwayne Wade documentary. Okay. Um, discuss the trash. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so temporary trash? 
you want to you can tell me about it oh uh, i found it to be riveting um it it didn't i, I thought it was going to be like a six or seven part series but it's just like one full thing i wasn't expecting like a whole yeah well i, I thought it was going to be tune in next week man. yeah um, but it was about what was it, about an hour forty minutes or whatever, okay. and just tr- takes you through D Wade and how he got into basketball, a lot about his personal life and his upbringing. Um, but I know we had talked on our podcast before about the situation with his son, and uh, from what I witnessed, now daughter, yes, I'm so glad you're here. Um, there wasn't much offered to really wet our whistles on the motives, um, and not enough to talk about here. But I think in its totality, this documentary was very well done. Um, one of the key points that I, that I saw that I took value in was I, I, I think it was mysterious to me why he left his first wife. And all that mystery kind of gets, kind of solidifies itself in the doc. And I think that part in particular was well played. And, and you, you know how they had a long, custody battle and everything like that it, was, it got messy the breakup was. you understand why that happened while watching the documentary and so for me seeing that i'm like oh now i see why so yeah but it was good um ton of cameos in there um it gave me a lot of a lot of respect for d wade uh not only on the court but off the court but dude did you know that this dude's out here like spinning bars too no dude that the documentary ends with him in the studio with Rick Ross rapping. <laughs> wow. And it's, you, you can tell it's not natural for him. You can tell he's struggling, but, but I still, I, I kind of, I kind of vibe with it. And I even went to Spotify to listen to the full track. So yeah, got dope beat. Okay. All right. Good for you. Good for you. Um, that's all you got. Yep. So, I want to do a, <laughs> I want to do a mini, mini segment. Oh my goodness! Of discuss a trash of Dort. Uh, it's called "Come Get Your Boy." <laughs> <laughs> Come get your boy, Gat. He wasn't ready. Uh. And you are free to do this to me because this is what makes the podcast funny. But Gatch, you need to come get your boy, Jerry Judy. Did you hear about him? No, I'm definitely not ready. Don't do this, Walker. (laughs) Come get your boy, Jerry Judy. So um, Jerry Judy came under fire because he was actually he was almost going to be my player of the week almost going to be my player of the week um but like you just eloquently stated that you're not ready i didn't want to bombard you with this uh jerry judy was rocking a um he came under fire this week because i think he was at the combine and he was rocking a gold chain okay almost enough yeah, you would think so until you actually saw what the uh, the chain was. He was actually wearing a Star of David. Oh. Okay. He actually also, I think he has a chain that says J-E-W. 
because at Alabama, when he would catch the ball, what would y'all say? Y'all didn't say Juice. Oh, no, Walker. Okay. Um, but it was really J-E-U. That's not what his necklace said. So again, he he issued an apology and was like, "Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not Jewish. Da 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 da. This is what people. Da, you know, he could have had a necklace that said J E U, but no, had had to be J E W, and the Star of David. And he, you know, he was he was in the news for that a little and bit. At no point, no one comes to you and says, hey, hey, bro, hey. you need to take that off.' Yeah." And no, he look—he little bootsy the uh, the Jewish culture there a little bit. Oh goodness! Um, I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. Um, get come get your boy. Oof. Come get your boy. Okay, it's not okay. I'm, I'm kind of liking the infancy of this mini segment. <laughs> it's not going to be every week. It's not. No, dang it. Not in the, just just every ready. every every now and again, someone that we know that we may claim. Uh, may or may not claim because the next person on my come get your boy list is uh, Michael Blackson, the comedian. Now I heard about this. <laughs> I heard about this. What did you hear, Gat? Tell me what Dude, you know. I heard. I heard that apparently someone put the news out that Mike Tyson was offering ten million dollars to anybody who married his daughter. Now you have to know that that wasn't true. Right? True. You but Blackson, Blackson thought it was. I don't think he thought it was. You, you, so you think this was comic relief gone wrong for I Blackson? Think, I think that was his way. I think that was his way of trying to be funny. I really do. I really do. I really want to read out the tweets, but of course my phone... I think I'm connected to your Wi-Fi. I think I just need to disconnect and see if I get a better reception. Well, that's disrespectful. And actually, it worked. Um, well, of course, it did. <laughs> so, you want me to read the tweets, or you just want me to just this is this is this can, is where it gets. Su- you can summarize it, but yeah, no, dude, Mike Tyson's clapback. Did you see it? I didn't see it, but I heard it. I read it, and I was like, dude, it was like he had somebody just. He had a, I think he had a ghostwriter. He had a ghostwriter because I, I, I can't see. I can't see Mike putting that together. Oh my. Now you want to talk about bars Right Oh my goodness Mike went at him Oh my I think Mike went and got 50 to be honest Oh my Well he would have said get the strap at the end So it can't be 50 Well no it could be He could just say hey let's cut that at the end so people think it's me 50 because he's Because he's petty sent He would have put put, get the strap at the end of it Just because it's 50 No I'm saying Mike could have contracted with 50 Like 50 I need a clap back Maybe It's not going to be from you it's going to be from me Maybe. Yeah. So anyway. No, but it was no, epic. It, whatever. Whoever wrote it. It was so epic. Michael Jackson. I mean, Michael Blackson was uh, just like, yeah. It, yeah. I've been like, you play too much because that's a man's daughter. Yeah. That's a grown and, man's daughter. And and I don't know of any father offering anyone $10 million to marry. You're, you're not her. Your daughter will never find love that way. Right. Right. What you're going to do is find someone who wants your money. Do you think Mike's got 10 mil? I don't know. Okay. Because that was sadly, that was one of my first thoughts. Like, dude, is he even holding that much? Who cares? It's, sure. He's not offering it. Okay. He's not offering it. So it's just like, yeah. So, yeah, that's Michael Blackson is my second uh, come get your boy. Okay. 
Because, yeah, come on, bro. Like, that's a, that's a man's daughter. No. That's Mike Tyson's you, daughter. You got to know better. Yeah. 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 And, and it seems to me like Mike, Mike Tyson, I kind of feel like Mike Tyson had a clearly had a good sense of humor about this in a way. Yeah, he did. In a way. But I feel at the end of the day, I wouldn't do that. No. I wouldn't do that. So yeah, come get your boy, Michael, okay. and we'll we'll come get him. You you get you get Jerry Judy by yourself. We can collectively get my, uh, Michael Blackson. I got a good um, sound bite or sound sound effect for this too. Okay, yeah, all right, okay. yeah. Um, that's it, man. Cool. Well, that means we're wrapping with our last segment that I don't get to intro anymore for obvious reasons. <laughs> Here's the alley oop walker. <laughs> Oh, you've been fired, sir. Uh, let's let's do our shout outs and player of the week where we shout out someone who has been doing dope things. And player of the week is who we pretty much give some symbolic hardware for playing themselves within the past week. Would you like to go first, Gat? Sure. Um... Listeners, I want to apologize on behalf of my Steam co-host, Caesar Walker. He he kind of put a put a Black History focus on our recording last week, thinking we would not record again. But uh, he was wrong. It's still February. Yeah. So, in keeping with Black History excellence, I'm going to shout out Mr. Kerwin Danley. Now, Walker, you know OKD. No, I don't. Yeah, he's one of our uh, repeat listeners. Okay. All right. So <laughs> he uh, he this week became the first African-American umpire crew chief in Major League Baseball history. So um, what's, what's cool about Kerwin, a.k.a. KD, is this man, for the years of service he's had with the Major League Baseball Association, he's always been highly esteemed by not only his fellow uh, umpires and refs, but by uh, by coaches across Major League Baseball. So it was cool to see Kerwin get appointed, and I want to shout out the MLB for finding him worthy of being appointed. So um, that's a pretty dope thing that deserves some applause. Shout out to Kerwin. Um, so last week I shouted out um, a person from the Birmingham area who was beloved. Um, were, they, were they black? Yeah, for Black History Month. Okay, thanks. Um, so I want to do the same thing since we're still in the month of February. Okay. Okay. So I'm shouting out Richard Arrington Jr. Oh, you know him. You're just going for the jugular here. What do you mean? This is good. Yeah. When so, you bring up Richard Arrington, you're bringing up good stuff. Always. Um, well-respected, well-beloved. Um, of course, he became the first black mayor of Birmingham in Jefferson County and served five terms for exactly 20 years from 1979 to 1999. He has, up to this point, been the longest-serving mayor in the city's history, and it's only five-term mayor. Uh, under his time, uh, this city went from being a racially divided city dependent on the steel industry to an economically and culturally diverse hub of the Southeast U.S. 
Arrington's low-key style and business alliances helped transform the city's image as well as its economy. This is via the Encyclopedia of Alabama that I'm reading from. Um, we can go on and on about this man's achievements, but he has done great work. He's still continues to be beloved in our city. And, uh, yeah, just want to shout this guy out for, for being dope. And that's Richard Arrington Jr. Black history. What you got, Gap? You ready to get to the foolishness? Who played themselves? The entire GLP footprint of the state of Michigan. Do tell. Maybe not the entire, but okay. a um, sizable faction. Uh, Walker, you, you have watched the NFL before, right? Like in your youth growing up. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just going to quiz you real here, or quick here to bring in my player of the week. Um, what's a famous number 20 in NFL history? Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Okay, cool. You're with me, Walker. I didn't expect you to know that. Well, um, one, of, <laughs> one of your favorite music artists by the name of Garth Brooks recently had a concert in Detroit, Michigan, right? right? So before the concert, Garth Brooks tweeted a picture of the Barry Sanders jersey that he planned to wear to the concert the next night, right? Okay. Any harm done yet, Walker? No. Paying homage to a legend. He is Mr. Detroit Lion, if you want to be honest about it. I can see the posturing there. Okay. I mean, but you do that. Yeah. You you show love to the, the city that you're performing in. So, you know... I think this goes across music, not just country, but you know, Garth Brooks is an icon, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't listen to his music, but sure. I got respect for the guy and what he's done in music. You wouldn't believe the backlash Garth Brooks got for this. What kind of backlash did he get? He got political backlash. Really? You know what happened? What happened? They said, Garth, you're pulling for Bernie Sanders in 2020. <laughs> The tweets, Walker, that this man got after putting this picture up. I don't think Dawson could have reached that far. Right. Goodness like, come gracious. On, are, we, are we that politically sensitive as a nation? Dawson from Street Fighter, ladies and gentlemen, in case you didn't Gee, catch that reference. Whiz, I but, wish I had that sound right there. Oh, my goodness. So, man, the tweets are coming in by the thousands about this Bernie jersey. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders because... There's a 20 on the front of the jersey and there's a 20 on the back of the jersey. So that must mean you're supporting Bernie Sanders for his 2020 presidential run. Give me a break, Walker. And he's, he's performing in Detroit, Michigan. These are just people. These are just people. It could okay. be trolls, but at a, at a, no, but at a point, at a point when so many, so many of these tweets are coming in. You got to bring it to the to the player of the week, isn't that in your of, local podcast? Well, granted, the whoever did it worse were trolling, but I'm pretty sure that's the whole purpose of trolling. Yeah, but it, it collected steam, though, Walker. Like again, to the to the point where Garth Brooks had to respond back. That's a troll's masterpiece, right? True. That's the Mona Lisa. So so in Sixteenth cla- Chapel. <laughs> True. In classy fashion, I kind of I kind of tip my hat, my uh, cowboy hat, to Garth Brooks on you this. You have one? one? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, to counter this, he tweets an at no 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 I'm sorry I'm sorry. Barry Sanders gets involved and he tweets and at Gar- Garth Brooks and says, "Hey Garth, so glad I got your support for my presidential run in 2020." Counter trollism a little bit. Sure. 
To which Garth responds back and says, you will forever get my vote to, to Barry Sanders with a few laughing face emojis or whatever. Mm -hmm. The backlash he got from that was almost as toxic as the picture of the jersey. So you know what Garth does? This is, this is all leading up to the concert. Garth, and just to give you a little bit of history, Garth is an OSU grad. Right, yeah. Oklahoma State, where Barry Sanders played. Okay, so it's his his love for Barry Sanders goes deeper than most people, right? So, um, Garth goes on to perform in that baby blue sweet number twenty Barry Sanders jersey, and tweets after the fact, charging his base of listeners or whoever, and asking people to really just kind of take it easy. And just enjoy, enjoy a night of country music, right? Mm -hmm. It's not asking too much. So, GLP of the state of Michigan, really? You can't even let this. I mean, this is your own. This is this is where Barry Sanders played. You guys gotta, you guys got can't be that sensitive. It's Barry. You think it's a GOP who did that? Well, why would the Democrats be mad about it? Because if I am an Elizabeth Warren or Biden supporter, I probably would feel away. Oh, I didn't think about that. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I think I think maybe it was a group troll effort because he's not he's not exactly running against Trump yet. He hasn't won right the the nomination, so it could it could be Democrat. It could be Dems. Oh, well, you just never know. And it would, would make sense in this political season that the Dems will go at each other. I heard Joe Rogan uh, actually catch flack for saying that he would vote for Bernie like really? several weeks back. Yeah, okay. He caught a lot of flack from like other Dems. But he's been pretty open about his this distaste for Trump, right? Um, I think Rogan has. He may have. Okay. He may have. I feel like I've heard him. Kind I of feel like he's he, he kind of leans in the middle okay. in a lot of areas. Um, but I heard he said that he would vote for, I don't think he's voting for Trump, but he did definitely come out and say that he, he could vote for Bernie and that was met with backlash. Oh, okay. So that's what, when I hear the cannibalizing of, yeah. of the democratic party, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Like who, like if, if this is what, if this is how people are responding to one candidate, how, how is the democratic party going to unite its base once a nominee has Ooh, been selected good question yeah yeah and is that going to be enough to beat trump yeah not sure about that so my player of the week goes out to one esteemed france Beldoran. oh yeah you know him oh, of course yeah i'm sure you do mean fb <laughs> go back huh <laughs> A cracker jack. So guess where he's from? Florida. Oh goodness, I should have known. So you so you know this is this is gonna get pretty interesting. I'm ready, Walker. Um so he got arrested recently, obviously. You wanna know what he got arrested for? Sure, Walker. He got caught sucking a sleeping patient's toes at a hospital that he works at. That doesn't sound normal to you? No. Doesn't sound right to you? No. What about that is wrong? Help me out. What, what's, 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 what's the deal? He worked at the hospital. He works at the hospital. Mm -hmm. There was a sleeping patient there. Mm -hmm. He was sucking their toes. Mm -hmm. They got caught. More than once, actually. Um, well, the same person. Um, yeah, it says the victim here stated that they... <laughs> the same person? 
They stayed. They felt something wet between their toes and noticed Bildoran oh, on his mercy. knees on by the bed, bent over. Um, yeah, he was re- arrested and taken to Lee County Jail um, ASAP. Um, yeah, the person was 65 years old. Oh wow. Um, yeah, he pretty much got arrested for that. I think he he works as a sitter. You know, some of these people in the hospitals have sitters, people who sit with them. Oh really? Yeah. So I he was a sitter quote unquote i'm using air quotes um yeah we gotta really work on doing our screenings for these types of people um yeah some of these people have issues uh especially in the state of florida but this one is pretty self-explanatory yet i don't have to add no sauce to this one this gets pretty wild yeah uh i didn't know you were it doesn't identify the sex of the person that whose toes he was sucking but yeah that's pretty pretty interesting because i'm pretty sure who's ever in the hospital hasn't been taking care of their feet right they're in a hospital seriously dealing with other issues like the coronavirus see you can't you can't help yourself you cannot help yourself you cannot help yourself at all like you just you just got to just Take your time. Take no, your time. I'm good. I'm good. Friends, Bill Doran, you are my player of the week. Um, here's your hardware. Walker. Yeah. Just Let's just daydream here. What is your reaction if you wake up? Someone's sucking your toes. It's not your wife. If I woke up to my wife sucking my toes. Okay. I'm hitting her in the head with a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> like pretty hard. So, and I I get it. Some people are into that, that's, right? That's overrated. Well, that's incredibly overrated. It's not any activity I you should ever know, subscribe to. Okay, listen. For obvious reasons. Listen. Okay, judge me all you want. It looked hot in TLC's video. Remember the uh, the video they had? It's uh, it maybe it's yours. Remember that? Uh, Red, Red light, light special. special. Red light special. You remember that scene? I don't think I've seen that video. Obviously, that seems like it's something I the, remember. It's towards the end of the video. Dude's like playing with uh, T Boz's. I was like, that looked kind of hot. He was sucking T Boz's toes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like they're not sucking another dude's toes, but yeah, they could be into that. But uh, they didn't. They didn't demonstrate that on the video. I was mm. like, that looked kind of hot. Then once I've gotten married, and I was like, very overrated. Yeah. Very okay. overrated. Okay. So for you to uh, do that to a total to stranger who didn't, huh, here's the C word, consent. No. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Mental health, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what else you got, bro? You good? Walker, I'm great, man. All right. Dude, Um, it was a great day to pod. Good pod. Thanks for the time, man. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. And we want to thank you for listening. Uh. We pray that you have a very great and blessed week and tune in again next time. This is the Tipping Point Podcast.